1: Good afternoon, America. Uh, Hang on just a second, you guys. Sound. Would you guys give me a a different feed in? Thank you. All righty. I love technology. Yeah, you know, that's not true. Uh, Well, maybe I am lying. I do love it, but it's kind of like the stuff that you're dealing with right now. Sometimes we wonder why it works for us, and other times it appears to work every way but Well, how about let's just say it works against us, and that is not exactly what we have in mind. So how do we get what we deserve in our lives, and what does it take for us to change the things that we are looking at Well, I'm going to give you a big hint. If you want the things that you're looking at to change, you might want to change the way that you look at things. I'm going to repeat that again. If you want the things that you look at to change, perhaps it's time that you change the way that you look at things. And that is exactly what we're going to do today. The laws of attraction have been... um, just so commercialized that it it almost makes me wanna I'll jump off a cliff somewhere. You know it it makes no sense that we see all of these people around us: Oprah, Will Smith, uh, you know Jane Byrne, uh, Esther Hicks, all of uh, Louise Hay, all of these people that obviously there must be some truth to this law of attraction thing because all of the most successful people in the world will tell you it's real. It works. If you just do it, you will have manifestation. What is the problem then? Here's what the problem is. It's not working for you. That's right, not working for you. And and what do you do? I mean, what is it that they're doing that you're not doing right How is it that these things that we keep attracting in our lives pull us further away from that which we deserve, that which we want, than bring us closer? Well, it gets real simple, people. The things we are attracting towards us are nothing but reflections of us. After all, the things that we are attracted toward tell a lot about us. They tell even more about where our thoughts and energies are directed. Well, how is that so true? Think about it. Everything that you have in your life right now, where did it come from? It is the direct result of what you have been thinking, expecting, believing, whom you have been associating with where you spend most of your time, none of that is an accident, people. Absolutely none of it. And and here's your proof. Take a look around wherever you are right now. Some of you are sitting in an airport on your way somewhere. Well, did you just get up out of a stupor and put on your clothes and pack a bag, go through security? No. You planned the trip, you envisioned where you had to go, or some part of your vision necessitated you going where exactly where you are right now. Some of you are at work you're sitting at your desk. Is that an accident? no, it's not Why? Because you preplanned you thought about that job, you went and applied for it, you put in an application, you prayed for it uh, you Did whatever, went and threw some chicken bones Okay, well I hope you didn't go throw some chicken bones That'd be kind of weird But the truth of it is That job did not just happen You envisioned it You thought about it You put your mind to it Lo and behold You now sit at that desk I can hear you now I'm sitting at this desk, but I hate it I don't like this job That ain't how you felt when you attracted it though, is it? You didn't Go, I want a job that sucks. I want a job that I hate. No, you didn't. You sat down somewhere with someone or by yourself or a combination thereof, and you fixated on I want to make whatever it is you're making an hour. I would like to work at. I If I get this job, it will change my life. And this is exactly where I'm going with today's conversation. You bring to your present state, the accumulation of your past thoughts. Now, what some of you are missing in that equation is right now is your future past. I'm going to say that again. If you don't write down anything else, if you don't get anything else out of this program today, I just gave you the keys to the Lexus. I just gave you the keys to the Bentley, your present thoughts are the past associated with your future. Your present thoughts are the past associated with your future. Now, the question is, what is it that you want? You know, one of the most powerful questions that I've ever been asked in my life when I signed with uh, a manager once, the manager sat down and she asked quite candidly, what do you want? And I ask my clients that now. When you come to see me in my office, the first thing that I'm going to ask you, or amongst the first thing, is, you know, what do you want? And then after I ask you, what do you want? I'm going to give you a little secret Uh, And some free coaching So you really If you don't have your pen and paper Go get it Today's show You will wish you had that pen and paper By the time this show goes off When we think Of that which we desire That which we desire to attract What we are actually doing Is releasing And to the intangible and to the abyss, into where God is, we're releasing the potentiation of that desire. In other words, you today are living the accumulation of your perceptions, your hopes, your fears, your beliefs. Now, the question is, how do I harness that energy? Last week, right under 2 million people tuned into this program, I got a deluge of mail from many of you saying, Doc, please do part two of this show. I mean, I'm there, I'm almost there, you know. I know, and and I was really pleased to hear that so many of you are successfully attracting to yourselves that which you desire. I had one lady say, you know, all, I'll, all I wanted was just to get out of this little town that I'm in. And I'm not knocking small towns. I kind of love them. I just don't like the small minds in small towns. But, hell, you can be in New York City, Los Angeles, Houston, Chicago, Miami, and run into a bunch of small-minded town minded people. So that has nothing to do with the small town, y'all. But there can people can only think. To the level of their experience And many people's experiences suck That's right They have absolutely no fathomable clue As to anything other than that Which they have seen Which someone else told them was possible But that will not be you Not today Not now Not ever After we get through with today's program We are going to eliminate that malfeasance From your life Now Let's get into the deep part of this conversation, and let's talk about the substantive things that we can do to change the outcome of what we are aspiring to do in our daily lives. Now, how do we change that outcome? Here's, here's the first thing. We begin by changing the way that we look at things. If you ask me a history of Law of Attraction, I have only one answer. The Law of Attraction is working the day, it was working the very day that God created the universe, the day that gravity started working, the Laws of Attraction started working. Now, we know the name of this beautiful law, but even moreover, The discovery of quantum physics has been vital to understanding and unearthing hidden possibilities and the possibilities that the laws of attraction create. Now, when I say that, I'm saying that for those of you that are like me, that are scientists, that uh, doubt anything I can't see, feel, taste, touch, hear, or smell, but let's be real about this. Let's be very real. Have you not created something in your life from thought? Well, if you don't believe that, the chair you're sitting in right now was created because of someone's thought. The computer that you're using to listen to this show, the phone you're using, that was someone's thought. The very clothes that you have on your back were nothing but an assembly of someone's thought, So how dare you not recognize that thoughts are the source material of all creation? We all are using law of attraction in some way or the other, where we are aware of it or not. If we want to exploit all hidden possibilities and the powers, the divine powers that God himself gave you, Call this thing that we call law of attraction, we have to focus on the ends and forget about the means. The more focused we are toward the ends, meaning the more focused we are on what we want, the faster we will get it. I love to recall many incidents out of my life when I wanted things badly. At the same time, I had no, literally no idea how I would get it. I just thought that I attracted what I wanted and eventually, okay, one day, fine, it would be right in front of me. The most important thing we need to understand as it relates to manifestation of what we want may not only be the way we think about stuff, but why do we want what we want? Now I remember when I started paying attention to, and, and again I told you I'm a scientist. I am not some guy that you tell me something and I'm be like, well, pass said, you know, Passer said, Passer's a nut. Anybody that is telling you how you can manifest things and they're running around and don't have what they're telling you you can manifest there you know there may be some issues there now, the first thing I thought about, I said, well, I know that if the law of gravity works and the law of karma works, this law of attraction has to work, and I began this process of writing things down. I did this. Um I I would say probably starting about 2 years ago. And every month at the beginning of the month, and I'm telling you do this so you can do this right now. I write down things that I ask God for that he delivered into my tangible field of view. In other words, um, and you guys have been, especially those of you that tune in every weekend, I, and I want to tell you thank you and I love you, but I want you to think, just hear this because I, none of what I say is made up. This stuff is real. I I prayed, which is another form of attracting, and if you, uh, we're not going to go into that. Uh, we only have a short period of time today, so listen to part one when I was talking about prayer and how to pray and how to make prayer work and all that. But the truth is, I prayed, I visualized, I meditated on several things, and let's just say over the last 90 days. I meditated and prayed that God give me the the ownership of my website and web pages and content and all of the stuff that you blessed me to have. Give it back since these idiots tried to steal it. I also prayed, Lord, bless me where I can get a new contract with a big client of mine that is a municipality. I also pray that God bless me where I can start. You know how you don't even know you're out of shape? Okay, if you don't believe that, if you think you look as good as you do in your clothes, get naked, don't hold your stomach in. You know, I can just hear one of my friends now. When they always talk, this lady is, she's kind of nutty, but she, she always says, throw your spirit into the camera. Uh, you yeah, know, okay. Anyway, weed is a hell of a drug, ain't it? <laughs> Never mind. But the point I'm making is, um, you know, I look at all of these things I pray, things I asked for. The contract, I got the purchase order. Ownership of my website, got that back. I said, God, send me talented and gifted people who will have the ability, the gift to be able, you know, because when I finally got my intellectual property back and my website back, you know those idiots tried to screw it up and sabotage it. And I was being told all these lies. And I'm going to tell you something. All you people out there that are in business, that have websites Don't let these folks pimp you like they did me and tell you you need to pay for all this stuff for your website. Child, especially if it's WordPerfect, go to WordPerfect Plugins. Go on your website back office and look at plugins, and then just look at all the free junk that these people tell you you have to pay for, i.e., like search engine optimization on your website. That's free. Now, having someone do it costs money, but I'm just saying, all of the stuff I said, God, give me favor, give me talented people, give me uh, revelation, and I got it, folks. I'm here to tell you the laws of attraction really do work. And my proof as a scientist was I was going to write down things that I asked the universe god the holy spirit my angels four, and i got every last one of them now i can hear it now somebody's out there smacking on that press ham sandwich i hope to hell you're not eating a press ham sandwich that's nasty but anyway the point i'm making is you you whatever it is you're doing you're going well it worked for you it didn't work for me okay We're going to fix that today. Here's what I did, and here's what you can do. I bought a book of tablets from Costco, little small writing tablets, and I started applying a biblical principle. Give me a volume uh, on monitor, please. Hang on, audience. I'm making sure that you guys can get a good feed on this, okay? There we go. I said, give me what I need, Father, meaning this is my little prayer to start helping you to help me, God. First of all, reality is God doesn't need your help, but I think he just knows all of us are kind of a little – sometimes our faith is lacking. I don't know about you, but I'm just going to tell the truth about mine. Sometimes I have a whole lot more lip service when it relates to faith than I do actual faith. But I said, God, show me what I need to do. So here's what I want you to do. I got a tablet, and first I wrote down And I'm going to tell you, because some of you work better when you quantify things, so write down 10 things that God has done for you in the last 90 days. And it may be something as simple as you were able to pay for your own gas or you were able to uh, lose four or five pounds. Sometimes it could be big things. You didn't get evicted out your apartment. You didn't get evicted out your office. You, you, uh, somebody that you were about to lose in your life gave you another chance, whatever the hell, but write those things down. Because, see, first, for the laws of attraction to work in the future, you have to be grateful for the things that have already taken place in your life. In other words, gratitude is a huge piece of the laws of attraction, okay? So write down 10 things that you have asked for, prayed for, that have come to pass. And I'm going to tell you why you have to do this. This is to get your mind right. It is difficult at best, especially if you're like me. You, you heard me say earlier, if I can see it, smell it, taste it, feel it, hear it, whatever, I tend to doubt stuff, and if you're like me, let's just be honest here. God could have just blessed me <laughs> with something, and my butt ain't, I don't I forgot that quick about how much I needed or wanted whatever he just blessed me with, and I'm already on my new uh, begging uh, platform. I'm already on my new frustration, and how quickly we, and I'm going to say we, and you, I'm going to say you, forget how good God is to us, how good angels are to us, how good the Holy Spirit is to us. We forget and and we just go about life feeling some kind of way, stuck on stupid, not thinking about, you know what, this is. this is possibly a time that I need to pay some real attention to what is already going so well in my life. Now, in attracting what we want, the first thing that you have to do is understand that you are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. It's not the other way around, but the problem with that equation is that our greatest manifestations are, uh, to us, come from the visual, tangible realm. But to be honest, that is not where they begin. That's where they end. Did you hear me? All manifestation begins in a realm that is spiritual, a realm that we cannot see. You must learn to follow your heart. If you want to live a more satisfying life, You have to pay attention to intangible things that your gut instincts lead you to. For that to happen, you must tune into the soul. Now, here's why. The fear does not reside in the soul. Your soul gives you a calling. It is your unique essence. And if you are to be true to yourself, you have to practice being mindful of paying attention to your heart and your soul because that is the first connection to the laws of attraction. You heard me say when we talked the other day, I was talking about the feeling that we get. I was talking about how, in, on many, many occasions, we miss the boat. We fail to connect fully because our source of connection It's just not good. It's not working well. And the reason why we're not connecting, the reason why we are having the issues that we have is simply because we are going about this the wrong way. I go back to Greg Braden, and there's uh, the time he was visiting uh, some monks in, in the East. And he asked the question, he said, when I see you pray, when I see you with the incense and sitting in the meditative positions. And I mean, these cats are so deep, they level, levitate. I mean, literally, I know this sounds like we, we're used to seeing all of this as a magician's trick. These dudes are sitting like three or four feet off the ground and there is nothing holding them up. Now, if that doesn't tell you that they're dealing with uh, another level of transcendence to make that happen, I mean, that's, that's just—I mean, this is true. I am not making this stuff up. This is not some Hollywood fictitious stuff. This is all true that I'm telling you. And Greg, and the the, the abbot, which is a lower, you know, right up under the Dalai Lama, the abbot tells Greg. He says, "Oh, foolish one." And he starts laughing, he said, You cannot see a prayer. And you I s when the other day I used the the uh Lord's prayer as an example and when Jesus said, Look, pray in this manner and like most people that are shallow, we think the prayer is about the words. It is not people, it's about the passion that you feel and the moment when you are connecting with source, when you are connecting with the divine. And that's why earlier I said follow your heart. And and here's some proof. Uh, and the word it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right? Out of the heart flow the issues of life. Even David said, create in me a clean heart. <laughs> so obviously, the fact of this passion uh, here's another one only the pure in heart will see God you know it says God searches the heavens and the earth searching the what hearts of men so to begin manifesting anything including wealth including transcendence to start positioning yourself To be the person that you are capable of being, you must push yourself beyond the tangible realm. Is that hard to do? No, it's not hard to do. What do you have to do to do it? It's real simple. Open up your spirit. Start paying attention to the way that you are approaching not only your life, but the things you want connected to your life. These things that we deserve, these things that God has been trying to give us for so long, the reason why we have failed and missed the mark miserably for less of a reason is because we are we have this thing backwards. We have this thing backwards. So I almost just want to say, um, we have this thing backwards to such a degree that we will be right at the verge of getting our blessing, and then we'll say or do something, something so stupid for for no reason. The next thing you know, we have just forsook the very thing that we were about to get. And when we do this, we have the nerve to not really realize that the source of our problem is ourselves. I'm going to say that again. Many of you right now, you are on the cusp of having everything that you want You are just one ideal way, one step away from having a complete and full manifestation of that which you seek. And you, for less of a reason, are about to. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a two-minute break. Get your pen. Get your paper. I'm going to give you some step-by-step things that you can do to change the course and start bringing into your awareness that which you seek. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. We'll be back in two minutes. Mm. Mm. I've
0: got joy unspeakable Without fear or doubt, I cannot find what I have inside. Oh, it overflows, unspeakable joy. I traded my guilt and my shame for a chance to worship the King. I can see. What he sees Why he died Just for me And it brings me joy joy Now I see Without fear oh, oh,
1: I cannot I
0: Know what I have inside It all.
1: The point of it is that there is an unspeakable joy that is just around the corner from you right now, right at this very moment, and here's what you need to do. I told you to get your pen and paper. We're going to go there. The the first thing is this. Stop getting stuck in the small things. Focus on what's really important and how you can get what you want out of life. (laughs) Being organized setting goals, looking at how your system currently works and finding ways to improve it. All of these things, it says faith without works is dead. So is there's some truth in that. And no matter how much faith you have, there comes a point where you have to do more than talk and have visions and pray about what you want. Part of manifestation is movement. I mentioned at the beginning of the program, where do you spend your time? What is coming out of your mouth? Because you are speaking things into existence. If all you're talking about is negative, self-deprecating stuff, if you are spending all of your time sitting up with a bunch of losers, and and losers can drive Ferraris. It doesn't, just because you have money and you're uh, hanging out somewhere that requires a black card, that doesn't mean you're a winner. As a matter of fact, losing, stop losing. Get yourself in a position where you can write down what your vision for your life truly looks like. What does it look like? Is it what you're living? If it's not, how far is the gap? Between what you think you deserve and what you actually have, how big is that gap? Are you taking steps to be able to pursue your goals and your gifts? in other words let's say and i and I'll use something as simple well, this is doing hair is not simple, and you know being a cook is not simple by any stretch of the imagination but Have you gotten the license? Have you gotten the certification as a restaurant manager? Have you taken steps to authenticate your right? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Have you taken steps to authenticate your right to do what you're doing? Taking that further, let's say, okay, Doc, I've got my certification. I've got my license. I've got my degree. Now, Now what? I'm still not there yet. All right. I get it. I get it. What are you doing that is on this big picture that you've drawn? And I'm going to tell you like this. Sometimes your big picture can be created using a vision board. For those of you that don't know what a vision board is, you remember when we were little kids? And we would cut out of magazines pictures that represent the things we wanted. That's what a vision board is. Go get a big piece of uh, construction paper or cardboard or what have you. Get a glue stick. Get five or ten magazines and cut out pictures of things that represent what you want, that symbolize it. Uh, you may be, and some of y'all will be just cutting out pictures of cars and money. That is not what the hell I'm talking about. I'm saying, if your desire is you want a restaurant, cut out pictures of your of some of the restaurants you really admire. How are they decorated? What does the kitchen look like? How is the staff attired? Where did the chef go to school? What are his specialties? If your desire is to be an athlete. What type of diet does the athlete or some of the athletes you admire eat? Where do they train? Where did they go to school? What did they major in? What are their workout routines consistent of? For many of you, some of your goals are just you want to be a different person. You have your career and life together, but your personal life sucks. So cut pictures of people doing what you love to do be it salsa dancing, going for walks, traveling, living a different type of lifestyle. Now, after you create this vision board, what things do you see on that board that you can quickly and immediately start doing in your life? I know for me, I look at my vision board, and it's so funny. I had perfect credit score, I looked at some fitness equipment. I looked at locations for an office, office furnishings, cars. I looked at role models that were doing what I wanted to do. Now, mind you, none of us are going to exactly match that vision board, and even when you do, that's just a sign it's time to create another one because your life should be evolving. But when I looked at my vision board, I saw little bitty things. I have this little thing called Jeffrey in my office. It's this little butler dude with this little tray. And I was at a client's home, and I saw that. And I had one before. And when I had that, my life was very good. And I was like, okay, I want that again. And I went out my way. The minute I had $99, I bought one. And I looked at it, and I just, you know, now it's sitting in my office. And every time I walk in there, I look at it and laugh because that's something that I desired, that I wanted, that in my head I saw it functioning in my office, and it manifested, and I got it. Now, for some of you shallow-minded folks, you're going to be like, you got it, $99, and went to Bombay. Well, maybe that is what I did, but it started as a thought. And I took action, and when I was fortunate enough to make that $99, I used it to bring into my sphere what I wanted. Another thing, I looked at the credentials of the people that I really wanted to follow, and I made some decisions that were controversial. I remember my play dad, when I wanted to do University of Sedona, my play dad told me, he said, said, now everybody's not going to understand that. He said, you went to undergrad at University of Houston, people understand that. But I broke from tradition because there was not another institution in America that respected all religions, that had a universal and a global reputation that had everyone attended from the Sultan of Brunei to Della Reese to several celebrities to uh, heads of state from other nations and what have you. And I decided, okay, it may not be accredited in America, but it's well-respected around the world. And I went there, and did I have to work I had to work my butt off i had to my dissertation was returned to me two or three different times before it was accepted, and I was able to graduate with my doctorate, so they don't it's not a diploma meal, but see, people like to criticize things that they don't know in other words, what I'm saying to you is whatever's on your big picture doesn't have to be approved by anybody but you has to be approved by your spirit. Now, I look at my vision board. I see the type of office I had envisioned. I have many of the certifications and degrees that I wanted. I have the types of clients. I'm doing business with some large clients that can pay me decent, decent. you know. And I was able to start having holes on that vision board come to life. Now here's the next thing. You need to develop emotional mastery of yourself. Emotions are the most powerful energy that you have. And successful people develop methods to control their emotions. They come see people like me, that's why they have a coach. You know, when you learn to channel that emotional energy you can direct it toward things and have it produce fruit. Here's a good example. Look at a lightning strike. If you could harness the energy of a lightning strike, it would light up an entire city. Unharnessed, all it would do is knock the hell out of you, the tree, the horse, a cow, whatever, and destroy stuff. And that's exactly how your emotions are. You have to learn, you know, if you're waking up at 2, 3, 4 in the morning like many of us do, that's God waking you up wanting you to meditate and pray, being honest with you. if If that rock hits you, that's a sign that you really need to start spending more spiritual time because how can you think clearly when your mind is cluttered with crap? You can't. You cannot align yourself, and this is the next step. You cannot align yourself with your truth, with who you really are, until you align your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. In other words, all of those things have to be working toward one direction. I, I And again, when I look at my life, child, my thoughts were all over the place. There'd be times I would be sitting there with my little horny self thinking everything from sex and hedonistic acts to what my fears are And that would probably happen All within a realm of 30 minutes And I started realizing You know what Dude, you trickish. <laughs> you know, you need to Take control of your mental real estate And do some landscaping And I did I make it a point Every day To do lumosity Which makes my brain function better I make it a point to meditate I make it a point to pray I make it a point not to deal with stupid people that are talking about, yeah, man, did you see the game? I don't give a damn. I don't play. You know, I, I, and I'm not knocking people that love sports. Don't take it that way. What I'm saying is instead of just loving sports, why don't you go play softball? Go play with your kid. Go play basketball. We already know you're going to miss all the shots, but at least you tried. I mean, get out and enjoy life. When I'm out walking, I walk past kids playing soccer, right? And every now and then, I think it's just the universe, it's just the angels and the Holy Spirit's way of having me know that I'm connected to everything I see so the ball will roll over to me, they'll kick the ball off the field, and it'll come straight at me and I'll catch it and throw it back. And I know this sounds so corny, but that's because your butt is not evolved. But for those of you that get it, i get to feel the vibrancy of life just the in the moment of catching that ball and throwing it back to that little 8 year old or the you know that little white girl that's 13 is playing soccer and her parents are out cheering her on just for a moment i'm i'm connected and we are all connected see this emotional self mastery Harnessing your emotions. Part of harnessing them is uh, feeling, and I'm—I don't mean feelings. I mean feeling as in with intent, connecting to the environment. You know, this morning I—I I had to before the program today. I had to go pray and walk and talk to God, and while I was out there, I was connecting to nature, and I saw this uh, sister. This Anglo sister, she was looking in the trees, looking at a bird, and and seeing, or in a nest, or whatever, and she just stopped for a minute to connect with nature, to be part of the scene, and see uh, many of you. Missing your blessings right now Because you're not connected to nothing You have to align yourself To your truth You have to align yourself to your thoughts Your feelings and your actions You have to stay fully present To who you are And what you would like to achieve See Some of you The reason Why you keep blowing it Is you're not inspired. <laughs> you know, you you go out every day and you just want something to walk up and knock and just be like, clack, 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 clack. Who is it? Happiness. That is not how that works. You have to will yourself to be focused. You have to will yourself to be happy. You have to will yourself to be present. It took me months, weeks, and years to take myself out of mediocrity to align myself with my truth, see but my I was talking to a friend of mine, and I've been back working out, you know, and I never really get out of shape, but this last eight months i don't know what in the hell was wrong with me. I just was so caught up, and i had I let this crap that was going on in my life, and you know everything from burying my beautiful granddaughter. You know and 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 being caught up in that depression with my baby and um this junk with business, and I let myself to get misaligned i I stopped participating in my own life, and see now I'm not doing that now i one of my prayers was, God, you know when the weather's too cold, I would like to be able to work out in the house well i it was real simple I ordered t ninety x three And I'm not endorsing the product. I'm just saying it does work. But I'm going to tell you, it ain't for no punk. You better be committed before you do that. Um, But then I got a chin-up machine, and then I got an elliptical machine, and I already had a sit-up machine, and I dedicated a room in my home to just working out. And y'all can laugh all you want. I was so out of shape. I couldn't even do one. I did two chin-ups, man. I swear to God, I'm not kidding. Now, can I do more than that now? Yes. I do 200 and some sit-ups every day, and I work out, but I'm just saying, I had to ask myself, who are you, Dr. D? And and who's the? what's different between Dr. D and Derek? And what's different between Dr. D, Derek, and the brand Dr. D Yvonne Young? All of those things require my attention. And if I'm going to be successful at them, I have to realize that there is something I must do to put myself in a position to attract success to me. That means I have to nurture my mind, my body, and my soul. So now my body, my mind, and my soul. I enjoy and am in touch with my mind my body, and my soul. And I can, I extrapolate that even to business. Now, here's a big one. Follow your intuition. The more you use your intuition, the more you build trust in your intuitive insight, and the more able you are to follow your intuition. I'm going to tell you like this successful people make good decisions. Want me to tell you how? Because they follow their intuition. I learned to do this because before I do anything, I don't rush and do it. I stop and I pray about it. And, And now what I'm learning is I'm not so anxious. Things that I used to freak the hell out about or, you know, get on the phone or somebody say something. You know what I learned this year? This year I learned I did not have to react to everything that happened. I don't need just because I had a good idea to make a call right then. Now, I'm not saying that timing isn't everything. So sometimes when you get that inclination, make that call right now. You need to make that damn phone call. But I'm talking about stuff that typically could hurt you. You know, like responding to somebody that pissed you off. um, Being emotional about something. Being depressed about something. Ask yourself first is this worth being upset about is this worth me jumping and going off on the deep end and find a way to hear your angels for me when i get those goosebumps i always say it i say like angels holy spirit give me a sign be present let me feel those chill bumps if this is something i should do and hey folks believe it or not Whenever I feel those bumps, I act immediately because I know that's my spirit agreeing with me. (laughs) The other thing is affirmations and visualizations support and inspire you on this journey. But you can't do that if you're tripping. So you have to keep your head clear. Now, how do you keep your head clear? I'm glad you asked. The first thing, make sure you get plenty of rest. Take your behind to sleep. Stop drinking coffee after 8 o'clock you know relax meditate at least 30 minutes to an hour every day i keep telling you for every year you've lived that's how many minutes you should meditate so if you live 30 years meditate 30 minutes if you live you live 50 years Meditate 50 minutes, but just stop and shut it down. Your brain is just like an assembly line. Now imagine this: what if you had a restaurant that never closed? Could you ever really clean it?
0: Hell no,
1: you couldn't because somebody is always ordering something. They're always there, and that's the way your mind is. You need to shut it down. You get plenty of sleep to align your mind and clear away the clutter. And there are two types of sleep, people. There's the kind that's unconscious where your butt is actually. <sighs> well, I hope you, if you're sleeping like that, you're probably really disturbing somebody. But Or conscious sleep is meditation, just like it's a form of prayer. Still the mind with quiet time. Nurture a rest, a, a restful and clear mind by caring about it the way you would a garden. Prune out some of that negativity. Another thing that I want you to do is start believing in yourself. You're here for a reason. God put you on this planet because there's something special about you. You have something to offer this world. And believe it or not, the whole universe conspired to create you, so there's a good reason you're here. And if you're struggling to find it, keep looking. It's probably right in front of you. Think about it like this. What do you do naturally well? What is it that even folks that don't like you have to admit? You know, you may not like country music, but if you hear a really good country singer, you got to admit, you know what, That he sounds good. You know, when it's really why you're here, people have to acknowledge it. So maybe you haven't. And don't get stuck on searching for it Just stop and think about What is it you're always getting complimented about What is it that you would do for free If you could still eat and have a roof over your head That's probably your gift All right. Too many spiritual seekers Think that they have some unique destiny To contribute to civilization That's not true Civilization does not need you to contribute anything But you You Choose the better portion of yourself, and that's just who you are. Now, here's what's really real. If there's ever a character in the Bible, I just want to take a, a – you ever see that character on Living Color, Home the Clown? I just want to take me a long sock and put a tennis ball with a rock in the middle of the tennis ball and swing it around the air about four times and whack somebody upside the head. This guy is laying by a pool that he knows angels come and touch this water, right? And he knows if he would be in this water, he would be healed. Where do you think this idiot should be sitting? Instead of him sitting near the water, he's sitting up there by the gate begging for money. See, that's what's wrong with a lot of us. We're sitting on somebody else's blessing to be our blessing, and we want to get a handout from life when the truth is, Our only failure is because we didn't attempt to be successful. We figured, well, if I tried, it won't work. I don't have but this much in the bank, and if I spend that, then what will I have? Look, dummy, you have to invest in yourself. If if you're not going to invest in you, why in the hell would anybody else? And let's just say you don't have any money. Okay, I get it. Hell, I've been broke too. I've been so broke I couldn't buy a mosquito uh, a coat. But the truth of it is, you have to reel that in, put your pride in a sock, and ask for help. Which again is the same thing. Act. Momentum comes through actions. So do something that will move you forward. Even the smallest act is significant. If it is nothing but you getting on the computer and Googling and getting some names and phone numbers, that's a first step. Take the first step and then take the next step. You don't have a car, go get on the train, catch the bus. Hell, you don't have no problem getting to the damn club every time you want to go out. You don't have no problem going to church and it ain't even doing you no good. The job ain't at church. Well, it may be. It may be somebody there that would hire you. But even at church, you're not going to get help unless you open your mouth and take action. So the only thing worse than taking no action is sitting there thinking about taking action and failing and not doing anything. The more action, the more results, okay? And here's the other thing. Keep your faith. The final step is to let go of the outcome and have faith. God does not need, it says, you know, if you just have, you know why they said faith, the grain of a mustard seed, a little bit of mustard will season stuff. You don't have to put but a teaspoon of mustard in some it seasons the hell out of it, right? Just a little bit of faith, especially after you have defined your goals and took deliberate actions according to them. And that means reaching out to people, to to the community, because, believe me, there is somebody that God has put out there, but he's not going to throw them at you. I mean, think about it like this. He feeds birds every day, but he doesn't throw seeds and worms in their nests. Now, does he? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's go through this list real quick. Follow your heart. Pay attention to what your spirit, what your soul is telling you. Look at the big picture. Stop thinking so small. Actually, get a vision board and create something that you can look at and use as a measuring stick. You know the difference between an idea and a goal? A date. Put a date on things so you can measure how well you're doing it as it relates to attaining your goals. And then after you see the big picture, start mastering who you are. Take the time to do something for your mind, to do something for your body, to do something for your soul. If you've already gone into business, assess what you've done well and keep that up, and then be realistic. Look at what you're not doing right. If you need some help, call somebody like me. I'm a master certified coach. I'm a certified professional coach. I'm a master MBTI practitioner. There are lots of people like me who have dedicated their lives to make your life better. But what good is it if you're sitting up there too scared to engage them? And ain't nothing free, folks. So if you don't have the money, put forth the time, borrow the money. Some of you get up and go to the club and ain't got no damn money, but you go there knowing somebody will buy you a drink because of how you look or uh, because they're cool with you. Well, can't you use that same logic for something purposeful other than a drink? Can't you? I mean, what's so hard about that? Now here's what we need to do. Let's do this uh, this last thing. If you are stuck and you need some help getting it together, go to drdivanyoung.org. That's d r d i v a n y o u n g .dot o r g. There's lots of content there to help you. Hit the like button on my Facebook page. It's just D You better not call me that, but it's D i d a n y o u n g and you'll find lots of content and connected resources there, too. Pinterest, pen, uh, pen you'll find me on Twitter. You know, don't hesitate to reach out. And the show that you're listening to right now, blog, just hit the follow button. All you have to do, it says follow. So just click on that program. You can log in using LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, any of that stuff. So with that said, it's been a great day. Now, do something that nobody else can do. Love yourself. The world doesn't owe you anything, I promise you. If you keep waiting on other people to bless you, (laughs) oh, well, you're going to be looking real stupid. But uh, if you decide to bless yourself, that can start right now. You do not have to wait another second for you to bless you. So stop talking and do something about it, all right? Anyway, I love you madly. Most sincerely, I do. Talk to you guys Sunday night. Have an awesome day. Bye now. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. group. void word prohibited by law, See terms and Conditions, 18 plus.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky?